welcome to the Service Industry Podcast. Here, you'll learn ways to grow and scale your business, marketing strategies, and a step-by-step plan from people who have done what you're trying to do. You deserve success and freedom of your time. Now, here's your host, Matt Smith. What's up, guys? Matt here, Service Industry Podcast. Hope you're doing awesome. Um, <laughs> I'm uh, trying to get my podcast area situated as I'm doing this intro because if you saw how I was, I was recording this right now, you'd be cracking up. Our office is, uh, it's got very thin walls. That's, I guess that's the best way I can put it. And we have a, a dance studio next to us <clears throat> and they like to play music very, very loud. And, uh, I didn't know they were going to be in here on a Saturday morning doing that. So, uh, in my, uh, room where we normally do the podcast, you would have probably heard music in the background the whole time. And yeah, so I've got like a, like a 50 foot cord running through the office into a different room now where this is all set up. So it's just kind of funny, but hope you guys are doing good, man. It's uh, it has been a wild week or two um, since I've been on here last and I'm going to share with you um, something big that, that happened for me Um And before I even start the episode, I want to start by saying this is not an episode with me bragging about my accomplishments. Um, If you read the title, then you probably know that this has something to do with me landing a six-figure business deal, a single deal, okay? Not total revenue for the year. This is a a single six-figure deal that we just closed yesterday. And... Um, I'm sharing it with you not to brag at all because I'm just a normal dude, right? I'm sharing it with you to encourage you, uh, along the way. So you know that, listen, you know that you can do it. If I can do it, you can do it. And I'm going to talk to you guys a little bit today about the journey of this deal, how long it took, um, how we got it, some of the things we did to get it closed, um, some of the things that we possibly did different than the, the, the other people they were looking at and maybe even most or more importantly, um, how I felt yesterday when it finally closed. Cause I think this is going to be the most valuable part of the whole show. Um, and I just felt like I needed to do an episode on this cause there's somebody out there right now that knows down in their gut, they know in their soul that one day they're going to get to that level where they're going to close a six figure deal or maybe a seven figure deal. And they just know they have the potential. Like that was me six or seven years ago. Like I just knew in my gut that one day I was going to pull it off. And I had this, this vision, this dream, this assumption of how that would feel once it happened. And I want to share with you, um, how it actually felt because I think it'll be good to put things in perspective for you and it'll actually help you get there faster with a clear mind. So before we dive in, if you are new to the podcast, I want to say welcome. Um, This podcast is for business owners. I know in the past I've always said home service companies, but man, it's just not just for everybody. Like if you own a company, this is your show. And we talk about everything on the show from what we're going to talk about today about my my personal struggles and wins and and what I've learned along the way that can hopefully help you. Uh, Sometimes we get very, very deep on specific marketing stuff uh, that can help you with your business. Um, 
sometimes it's motivational. Sometimes, um, you know, it's, it's very technical and practical. And, and I think if you look at all the reviews we have, you'll see that there's a lot of good episodes on here. And the one thing that I am very, very strong, uh, or I'm a strong believer on is that I just don't talk to talk. Like some of you guys have reached out and like, Hey man, you haven't been doing as many episodes lately. It's like, well, two things. One, I've been really busy, but two, like, if I don't have anything to say, I'm not just going to jump on a microphone to talk just to put content out there. Like that's not my thing. And so when you get an episode from us, like it's something that's on my heart. It's something I feel is valuable enough to share. And, and that's who we are. So if you're new, welcome, super happy to have you. If you're back again, Oh, welcome back y'all. Um, Hey, we're at a hundred and some iTunes reviews. And you guys know I don't run ads. If you guys knew how many emails we get per week about people asking us to run ads on our podcast, uh, I mean, I'm not saying I would get rich off of it, but we would definitely be able to make multiple thousands of dollars a month um, from advertisers that reach out to us. And we don't. Um, And as of right now, we're not going to because we feel like this is just a show to, to bring value to you guys. But the only thing I ask in return is that you would share this with somebody that could use it, that could benefit from it, that can be a friend who owns a business of any sort, that can be somebody in your Facebook group, Um, that can be a family member, I don't care, somebody that needs it, right? And then the second thing I ask is that you would leave us a a review on iTunes. Uh, That way, more people can find us, more people can see we're a legitimate podcast, and we can grow and help more people, okay? So that's my little rant. Um, Forgive me, I've got got like a, a weird cold thing going on. So if I'm coughing a lot, that's why. So about four months ago, we have a company reach out to us. A lot of you guys know I own an e-commerce business and there's going to be certain things I can't go into real detail on um, just due to the contract and all that kind of stuff. But um, we have a company reach out to us and they say, basically they send us an email and they say, hey, we're curious if you guys uh, would be interested in getting us a quote for a bulk order of one of your products. And so Mitch fielded the email and, and hopped on a call with a guy. And, and I remember I'm driving down the highway and Mitch calls me and says, Hey, um, that email we got, I just talked to him on the phone and that guy wants to get a price for a thousand of this specific product. And you know, a thousand's a lot. That's a big bulk order when most people are only buying one, right. Or two at the most, this dude wants to buy a thousand and long story short, he wants to buy them and, and they own a company that does hundreds of millions of dollars a year uh, and they sell products online and, and they like our product and they want to take it and they want to sell it and they want to start with a thousand of them and then they want to do 500 every two weeks and, and just roll it out, right? And so, you know, we get, we get this email, we get this call, never heard of the company, don't know anything about them, don't know who the guy is and, and honestly, like I'm pretty skeptical because... One, it's a huge dollar amount. It's it's six figures, right? And um, long story short, I'm like, man, like, is this even legit? Like, are they just twisting our leg? Is this a competitor that's screwing with us? Like, whatever. And so, do some more research and like, like they have a good website and and whatever. But like, you're still just kind of like, like you're gonna sell a thousand of these, like that fast you think like I've never even heard of you guys and so anyway I put together a quote it's a six-figure quote we send it over and um, they say could you send us a sample 
And so we send them a sample and it gets to them. We don't hear anything. So about, I don't know, four or five, maybe six days later after we know they've received it, we reach out and say, hey, what do you guys think? And they gave some really good feedback. You know, it's really well built. We really like it. You know, can we change this, 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 you know, the color, you know, the way the edges are rounded, little things, right? And, and send us another sample. So we do that. We send them another sample. They give us feedback again. Okay, it's getting better, but can we change this, this, this? They're tweaking it, right? Because they they very, very particular on on the way um, they sell and the products they sell. They want them to be exactly how they want them. And it wasn't that our product was bad. It was just they had a vision for the product they wanted to sell and ours wasn't exactly how they wanted it. And so we did it again. Long story short, we send them four samples over uh, about three months. And, um, you know, Every, every time that's a process because you got to build it, you got to ship it down there. Um, then you got to wait for a week to, to hear any feedback. Sometimes it was two weeks. And, and as you can imagine, d- during those weeks, you're like, I don't know, they must not like it or they must have you know, moved on or maybe they picked somebody else. And then you follow up, you don't hear back for four days. And, and it, it's just kind of a roller coaster of emotions because you want to close the deal but you just know that it's a it's a long term game, right? Like deals that big don't close in one or two weeks. It just does not happen. And so, long story short, uh, we finally get an email and they say, "Hey, we think the product is where it needs to be. Uh, we want to fly out to your guys' location, check out your shop." Um, see how you guys are building them, take some photos, take some videos. Uh, that way we can use them on our sales pages and our landing pages and all this stuff, right? <clears throat> and they never even said a thing about price ever. And so in our heads, we're like, um, uh, okay, sure. So like we think, you know, they're for sure, like at least interested if they're going to fly out. And so they set a date and a couple weeks before that date, they email us, they reschedule for two weeks more out because something came up. Hey, something came up. We can't come. We need to come in, in two weeks after that date. Okay, perfect. So about a week before that date, they email us again, they reschedule again. At this point, I'm like, gosh, are these like are these guys serious? Like what's going on? And and then like two days before they email us again and they actually move it ahead. They said, Hey, something else came up. I'm really sorry. Can we move our appointment to Tuesday? I think they emailed us on Friday. And so got everything ready, got the shop real clean, got all of our, you know, stuff in order and, and built different, these products in different stages so they could see exactly how they're built. And, and it was really nerve wracking, right? Cause you, I've never had a company fly in to our location to, to see how we do things, to go over uh, price and contracts and product and, and all this stuff. Right. And so this is all brand new to me. And on top of it, this is a six figure deal that I'm trying to close. And, and the first deal is six figures, but the ongoing deal is six figures as well every single month. And so it's like, it's a big, big deal. But I kept telling myself and, and me and Mitch kept saying this, like, dude, nobody knows our company better than we do. Like, period. There's nothing they can ask us we won't know. There's nothing they can say that will throw us off our game. Like, we've got this. We just got to be confident. We got to go into the meeting, pretend. <laughs> I say pretend because honestly, like, faking it to fake it till you make it a little bit here, but like go in there, be confident, know your crap, take control of the conversation, ask them questions, answer the questions they have and make them feel confident when they leave that we are the company they want to use. 
and we did just that. The guy showed up. He was super chill, like probably late 30s, actually had a lot in common. He's a snowboarder. Lived, uh, he lived in Utah. The company is actually in a different location and it was cool. Right. And so he was there for about an hour. Right. So flew in stayed for about an hour, flew out. And about five days later, uh, we got the purchase order and we closed the deal. And so I tell you that backstory, um, to tell you that this is my first six figure deal, a singular deal that was six figures. And you know, I, I think back to, and I made a Facebook post on my personal page about this. So if you follow me, you probably already saw something similar, but I think back to when I first started my home service business. And I remember the first $5,000 deal we landed. It was a power washing deal for a condo association. And I don't remember how many condos, but it was a, it was a decent amount, but I think we did it in a day or a day and a half. And I remember when I landed that deal, I was thinking, holy crap, that's crazy. Like I just closed a $5,000 deal. I was pretty new in business. I think we were in our second year and that was more money than I'd ever closed in a deal, right? And I remember being just as nervous about that, going and walking those condos and talking to the property managers and all that kind of stuff as I was the six-figure deal. And and then I, I remember very quickly, and, and I can't even tell you how many times I've said this to my business partner in my home service company, but... I've literally said, man, $5,000 deals, like I just don't even get excited about them anymore, right? And then very quickly after I landed that $5,000 deal, I said, okay, I want to land a $10,000 deal. Like that is my goal, $10,000. I think it was probably another year or so before I hit it and I hit it and I was like, yes, freaking did it. And like literally the next day I was like, all right, now I want to do 20, right? I want to hit a $20,000 deal. And as I'm walking through this journey in my home service company over the years, I'm very aware. I'm very aware, aware with how I'm feeling and, and the things that are taking place. And I'm, I'm aware that you're, you're just not excited about winning deals anymore, right? Like re, almost regardless of the size. And I'm like, what is that? And what I've realized was it was never about the money, right? It was never about Oh, I want to land a 10,000. I want to land a 20,000. I want to land a six figure deal. It was never about the money. It was about the process of getting there. It was about taking something that did not exist and turning it into something that was thriving, turning it something into, into something that created opportunity. And that's what it's always been about. And I want to talk a little bit about when we got the purchase order yesterday, how that made me feel. I think it actually threw Mitch off a little bit because um, we were in the shop working and he was like, he was like, uh, are you excited? Because like, I, I just, if I'm being honest, I got the email and I just, I'm not excited. I didn't care because I cared, right? Like, of course, like that's freaking sweet. We did that, but it just felt the same as everything else. It just felt the same as every other deal I've done, whether it was small or big. And, and like, of course I'm excited. Of course, like I'm proud, but at the end of the day, like, I just know like that is not what makes me happy. What makes me happy is building things. And so I say that to say this, when you learn this as soon as possible, you begin to 
it does two things. It, it takes money out of the equation, right? Like, of course, I want to make a lot of money. That's one of the reasons we're all in business, right? Is to make money. And another reason is to have freedom of our time, to, to control our schedules, to, to live life on our terms. But when you take money out of the equation, if you're wired like I am, right? You might not be. Maybe money is your motivator. But for the people that it isn't, uh, and, and you take money out of the equation, you begin to to realize that you're in it for the process. You love the game. Like you're in it for the game. And the money wins along the way. Those are just naturally going to happen because you're in it for the right reason. Like people that are in it for the wrong reason aren't going to win. And I just think like long-term, like it takes so much pressure off of you. Like going into that meeting, knowing that, hey, I'm not in this for the money. I'm in this to create the opportunity. It takes all the pressure off of me. It takes any kind of like like salesy, pushy, feeling like I have to close the deal on the spot away. Why? Because I know that I'm in it for the right reasons. I know that that will show through to people. I know that if I'm in it to build opportunity, if I'm in it to actually further the mission of our company, which in that company is hiring veterans, employing veterans, and giving back to veteran organizations, I know if that is the true reason I'm in the business and I'm trying to grow it, that will show. And if that shows, the business will naturally grow and the business will naturally close deals, right? Of that size. But if I'm in it for the money and that guy shows up and he's going to smell that, he's going to feel that, but there's just something different. Like, like you've met the people that you can tell are just sincere about what they do and the people that aren't like how many people out there have companies that are like, Oh, buy a pair of shoes. We give a pair of shoes, but really that's just a sales tactic, right? Like some, like there's maybe a handful of companies out there that do that, that really do it for like the cause and the purpose. But then the other people are doing it for the sales. The companies that do it for the sales never last long term, right? They're in it for the wrong reason. And so first things first is you've got to know why you're doing what you're doing. Okay. If you're doing it for the money, like, it's okay, but I just think it's going to limit you. In fact, I know it's going to limit you. When you begin to do it for the cause, when you begin to to realize why you're doing what you're doing, it, it just it changes everything. And so I hope I don't want to discourage you by saying, you know, when you close your first six-figure deal, you won't be excited. But you just might not be excited. And that's okay because for me, like now that I've been in business for six, seven years, I realize that it's not necessarily the deals that are are driving me or making me happy, right? It's creating the opportunity. It's building the business. It's taking something that didn't exist and turning it into something that does and that is thriving and that gives opportunity to people to come work for us and that we have a mission that we can further. And like, I've heard so many high achievers talk about this exact thing I'm talking about right now. And deep down, I never understood. I'm like, what the F are they talking about, dude? Like, like, okay, th- this is just a ploy saying they don't care about money or, or whatever. Like, like they're just trying to sound good. But now I know, now I understand. Like now that we, we've closed a big deal, we have a lot of money. Like, like this, this deal alone will give us multiple seven figures every single year 
that they hang on to us. On top of that, our brand is growing to do seven figures in its first year of business. Like, like there's a lot of money coming in and I'm sitting here right now telling you that none of it matters. Like that is one of the least important parts. And that's it. Like, so you're like, okay, Matt, so what do I do with all this information? Well, this is what you do. You go out there and you grow a business with a mission that you actually care about. I wish I would have learned this a long time ago. You develop a mission that you actually care about and you do everything you can to make it succeed. And when you truly care about the mission at hand, when you truly care about what you're trying to grow, everything will fall into place. Deals will fall into your lap, right? Like like it will just happen. And I wish I would have known that because for the first three, four years, I've been chasing money. First three, four years of my, my business career, I was chasing money. And, you know, we were doing, we were doing good, but like nothing big, big, like nothing like the, like the stories you hear about were of people winning big, like that wasn't happening to me in my head. I'm doing all the right things. And, but I was chasing money, right? I wasn't chasing a mission. I wasn't trying to make a difference. And that makes all the difference. So some of you guys are going to go, how'd you land that, dude? Well, I'm going to make this brief because it's very simple. <laughs> um, our our company, and I say this because, uh, you know, we've worked with a lot of home service companies um, currently and in the past that that do Google AdWords or Facebook ads, and, and they have a hard time spending $500 a month. And it's laughable, right? It's exhausting, honestly. But we spend around $15,000 a month in ad spend. And uh, this company found us online uh, through one of our ads. And most people be like, well, you got lucky they found you. No, no. Um, we didn't get lucky at all. We spent the money for it, right? Like, like we spent $15,000 on, on marketing last month. That's how they found us. And so, you know, for all the people out there in our space, even the e-commerce space that are, are saying, oh, that doesn't work or it's too expensive. Like then you look back and like, they're small, right? They're doing four or five, $6,000, maybe $10,000 months. Um, like we're on track to do seven figures in the next 12 months and we're brand new. And it just all comes down to like, like, do you actually care? Are you willing to sacrifice? By the way, like me nor Mitch have taken a paycheck from this company. Everything has gone back into the business, right? Which most people, again, aren't willing to do. And so they found us through one of our ads and they found that ad because we spend more money than any of our competitors. In fact, we spend more money than probably all of our competitors combined. We have an amazing brand. Um, we care about our mission. We care about putting out good quality products. We have a vision for the future. And it's that simple. So, yeah. So I wanted to share that with you guys today. And I hope it accomplished two things. One, for all the people out there that are like, dude, I'm just a normal guy. I'm just a normal gal. How am I ever going to do that? I listen to the Gary Vaynerchuks, the Grant Cardones, the Andy Frisellas, the Ed Milets of the world. Like, like, they're so much smarter than me. Like, how? But man, I'm telling you what, if you, if you rewind it on, on most of those people's lives, you would realize at one time they were just a normal guy or a normal gal. And they just did something they believed in consistently 
over and over. They sacrificed. It's all the same, right? Like you can do it. You can trust me. I promise. Like if I can do it, graduating with a 1.9 GPA, you can do it. I promise you. Like to this day, I I can't really even like write a a freaking paragraph because my grammar's so bad. But you just find ways to adapt. You find ways to like just get better. You you find ways to to stand out and and sometimes maybe you're not the smartest dude in the room. So guess what? Outwork all the smart dudes. It's that simple. Like that's what I've done my entire life. Like that's what I have done my entire life. Was I I may not have been the smartest guy in the room, but I sure as heck was going to get done what I needed to get done faster and better than everybody else. And I'll I'll end it with this. One thing that I truly believe has has closed this big deal for us and given this company confidence in us over the other people they were talking to was this. We have been above and beyond. Um, what's the word I am looking for? Uh, basically, anything they have asked from us, we have done quickly, made it a priority, and went above and beyond what they asked for. For instance, they have an entire team that just builds content to, to market their products. They have a content team. And so they asked us if we could provide their team with some selling points of our product, of our company, some of the people that work here. And I sent them so much information, photos, videos, text, everything. So now they can take all of that and, and they'll use some of it and they, they probably won't use a lot of it. But now they have more than enough information on all the products when I could have simply just gave them what they asked for, but instead I wanted to go above and beyond. So now I know they open that email and go, oh, freaking sweet. We have a ton of info here that we can work off of, right? Or, hey, we want a quote for a thousand of this product. Cool. I got them a quote the same day. Well, I'm sure the other companies were out dicking around, you know, trying to, to find material costs, taking multiple weeks to get them. And I made it a priority, stop everything I was doing, get them a quote that day. Right? Hey, we want to fly out. Boom. Just tell me the day. We'll make it happen. They change it three, four times. It doesn't matter. Like, just tell me when you'll be here and you're more than welcome to show up at any time. We'll make sure we're ready for you. Like, we've been so accommodating to them that they now have confidence that they can trust us to get things done. Right? And so, with that said, you should be doing this for every customer, whether it's a big or a small deal. That's what leads to referrals. That's what leads to bigger deals. That's what leads to building trust. That's what leads to repeat business. Okay. That's what I've done my entire life. That's what I've been best at. Somebody emails me, boom, I email them right back. It doesn't matter what time of the day it is. Like you have time to fire them a quick email back. Even if it's, Hey, thanks for the email. I'll be sure to get back with you first thing in the morning during business hours. Thanks for reaching out. That person's going to tell all their friends. They're going to reach back out to you say, Oh my gosh, thanks for responding so fast. Right? Like, it's what happens in all of my companies. And I'm telling you, it just works. So be accommodating to the client. Doesn't mean you say yes to everything, but you can be accommodating to all of your clients. And I'm telling you that alone right there will give you the upper hand over your competition. So that's kind of my story for the day. Landed a big six-figure deal. Pretty stoked on it. Um, and I, I just, once it was closed, I'm just like, gosh, man, like, all, all these people listening, all of you guys that listen to this show, you all can do this. But it's going to take a lot of hard work and a lot of sacrifice. 
But if you do it, I promise it'll pay off. This episode of the Service Industry Podcast has ended, but be sure to check out our other episodes. Please subscribe to the podcast if it has brought you any value. And as always, don't forget to rate and review the show. Does your home service business need help getting new customers? Matt's company, Service Industry Marketer, can help. Service Industry Marketer specializes in print marketing, Google AdWords management, and Facebook ad management. Visit serviceindustrymarketer.com for more information. See you in the next episode.